For February 21st, this is the Weekly Rundown. Today, Texas is frozen, Mars mania, Kid Knievel, the gender wage gap, and the book iRobot. But first, after feedback from reader TK, we've upgraded the quality of our audio newsletter. If you're on the run Sunday mornings, you can just hit the play button to listen in. We'd love to hear from you too. Email us at theweeklyrundown at substack.com. Big idea. The world is ending, but only in Texas. While Texas is facing its lowest temperatures in about 30 years, it's acting like the apocalypse has come. Reader S.C. in Austin tells us that her local Walmart was closed, her power was out for over 24 hours, and now the city is telling residents to boil their water. People are dying because Texas can't handle sub-zero temperatures. Hearing all of this makes us wish we were in Cancun. I mean, until we found out that Ted Cruz was there. While Republicans are blaming frozen wind turbines, the reality is much more complicated. First, gas, coal, and nuclear plants were also knocked offline because of frozen pipes. Second, Texas's grid is disconnected from the rest of America's, the only state with such a system, for the utterly stupid reason of Texans wanting to avoid federal oversight. The downside to this isolationist mentality is that neighboring states can't send in spare electricity. Other states also facing record low temperatures have largely avoided crippling blackouts because they're tapped into the national grid. Third and finally, the deregulation of Texan power companies in the name of small government has led to a lack of investment for exactly this type of scenario. And now, skyrocketing prices for consumers, because in Texas, surge pricing for electricity is legal. Companies have to own up to the fact that governmental regulation isn't inherently evil, and literally keeps the lights on. While Texas's go-it-alone attitude might result in higher profits in the short term, it is lethal long-term. Companies and states should force utilities to harden equipment against sudden weather shifts, which are more likely to occur in the future due to climate change. Have a news tip? Reach out by emailing us at theweeklyrundown at substack.com. Story to watch. A new space race is kicking off. Three missions arrived at Mars recently. China and the UAE's orbiters rolled in last week, and America's rover landed on Thursday. While most people are focused on Daddy Bezos's and Bully Elon space companies, the real space race is between the US and China. This sort of traffic jam is gonna happen more frequently. Beijing arguably has a head start to Mars, given that its space agency doesn't have to fight for funding from Congress, or battle shifting political winds every few years. Like the 1960s space race against those commie bastards, winning this space race isn't just about showing off. It's about who has the best tech, who has the best talent, and who has the spirit to go where no man has gone before. The first space race caused an incredible burst of R&D from both the government and private NASA contractors, 
leading to the invention of everything from better dialysis to satellites. If readers still think this is a waste of money, consider that NASA's annual budget of $23 billion is about what the military spends on just building maintenance. This week's image is Kid Knievel. An eight-year-old Venezuelan girl does stunts, which we can't even do in our dreams. To view it, subscribe to our newsletter at theweeklyrundown.substack.com. This week's number, 10.5% gender wage gap for gig workers. A new study finds that women earn 10.5% less than men in the gig economy. The traditional job market gender gap is 18% on average, but as high as 46% for Latinas. What's surprising is that gig work is anonymous, gender-blind, and flexible. So instead of the overt sexism seen in traditional jobs, researchers think that this gap is caused instead by women subconsciously settling for lower-paying tasks. Expect more research in this field in the future. What we're reading, iRobot, a classic 250-page 1950s sci-fi novel written by our favorite biochem professor. And no, we're not talking about the terrible Will Smith movie based on the book. This was the first bestseller to consider how humanity will change when intelligent robots become part of our everyday lives. It established the three laws of robotics, which continue to influence AI ethics today. In other words, all hail our future overlords. Reader Mailbag Reader H.A. disagreed with Issue 1's big idea that the GOP will be relegated to the minority in the House. Listen, he has a point. The midterm cycle and redistricting will be good for them. However, we believe that the GOP's continued embrace of Donald will limit their appeal in the longer term. And it doesn't hurt that Joe is kicking COVID's butt, which may result in a bump for Dems short term, just like for George Bush after 9-11. And in case you missed it, Ngozi Okonjo Iwela was elected as the first black and first female director general of the WTO before winning the world record for awesomest name ever. Plans are back on track to replace Genocidal Jackson on the $20 bill with Harriet Tubman. Finally, we may be seeing the beginning of inflationary pressures, with food prices starting to rise. That's the Weekly Rundown, produced by Ahmed, Yunus, and Faisal. Email us your feedback, comments, and questions at the weekly rundown at substack.com. And be sure to subscribe at the weekly rundown.substack.com. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.